Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in for today's newly, well, I want to say newly, but revamped, uh, yeah, I guess revamped edition of the show, the music edition, which uh, a little disclaimer off the top, just to put it out there, and I don't want to harp on this too long, given the fact that the objective for this these next couple of episodes for this edition of the show is mainly focused on music reason being i posted on my if you follow me on instagram i'm assuming most of my listeners do and if you don't oh well <laughs> you're out of luck because my page is private at the moment but if you Saw what I posted on Instagram. My Instagram stories. Basically just saying that. The focus of every episode will be. Concert reviews that I attended in the last 10 years. A little project that I originally was going to start last year. That was going to run through the all of 2019. But for unforeseen circumstances. I'm just doing it now. I was only able to get one episode in out of it. And so I'm I'm starting it I'm starting it again. Basically, I've decided to put my focus and attention towards continuing to cover music, which has always been my passion. I'm still reading the Instagram story. <laughs> Personally, the subjects of politics and religion are never discussed on this show unless they are brought up as I am very ignorant of a lot of things on both subjects, whether it be certain ideologies or policies, beliefs. I'm just not well equipped to, to talk about it. And of course people have opinions on both issues. And if I'm being honest, the subjects of COVID-19 police reform and cancel culture, among other things, are quickly becoming very stale and repetitive as they continue to divide the public. Mainly the priority is being able to provide a distraction from all this, all the nonsense going on for all the listeners and for myself as well. You know, I take a lot of pride in the quality of the content that I continue to provide for you guys. It really, really... Uh, on a on a personal note, it really pisses me off every time I'm logging into, if I log into Yahoo or if I'm going through Twitter, and I'm seeing the constant barrage of negativity that people put out there on these subjects. On the coronavirus alone, people are still divided. And I've already discussed this at, at length with people, the pros and the cons. And I just... Man, I'm just finding it really boring to talk about. What else are we going to talk about? Continuing to shut down the the city, the county? Something we should have done a long time ago, but people didn't want to listen? Or how about we talk about this police reform that's going on? Where people want to def- defund the police? <laughs> Insanity. And the latest being the whole cancel culture topic which just infuriates me to no end all of a sudden all these bands want to change their names 
their band names all of a sudden because they find it racist. I'm like, no, 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 no. You went on as Lady Antebellum and the Dixie Chicks for so long. All of a sudden, you're prompted to rebrand your name, your band, <laughs> with a new name. It just, it just, and that's a whole, that's a whole different discussion and conversation for another day. You're just kowtowing to, to whatever's going on right now and tell you in about a day or two people are going to forget. But this is the whole reason why I don't talk about this stuff. Because I have certain feelings and opinions about it. It has nothing to do with the music whatsoever. But, you know, to each his own. If that's what you want to do, hey, more power to you. I'm not telling you to not change your name. I'm just saying, do it for the right reasons. More on that topic later as we go or not. But the just a little disclaimer off the top of the show. The main focus for today's episode will be the year 2011. I had already covered 2010, which... I think it was only two shows that I went to. My first two concerts, my first Kiss concert and my first Rush concert. So 2011 only saw me going to, let's see, one, two, two, three shows in the whole year. Given the fact that money was very tight. I was in my second year of college. Or, yeah, second year. And again, money was tight. I don't know how I went to these shows. <laughs> I didn't have a job. Can you imagine? I didn't have a job now that I'm able to afford things that I have a job that I've been working the last five years. I still can't go to these shows. <laughs> Crazy how life works. 2011 saw me going to my second Kiss concert. March 15, 2011. Went to go see Kiss at the rodeo. That's right. Kiss performed at the rodeo. Very interesting dynamic. They were part of the... I, don't, I think it was still the classic rock night that they played in. They have since gotten rid of several genres at the rodeo. Which makes no sense to me. Because you want to get rid of you want to get rid of a genre to put forth something else that that completely just I'm thinking of K-pop right now. That's the reason why I'm kind of blanking out for a second. Want to get rid of classic rock and add in other. It, it, point is it's beside the point the rodeo was never about you know kiss playing or beyonce playing or any any anybody else it was never about the show i don't even know what i'm talking about right now <laughs> i've only been to the 
actual shows a handful of times, if I can count. Pretty, pretty, pretty good turnout from what I remember. I don't want to say it was a sold out stadium, but those tickets were fairly cheap. I think I got them for like 20 bucks. If I remember correctly. Ended up going with the family and a fellow friend of mine. It was a good uh, good outing. A greatest hits, to say the least. You know, when you have a show of that caliber, when you're playing to a stadium full of people, of course you're going to, if you're a band like Kiss, you're going to bring out your greatest hits. Whether it's Detroit Rock City or Love Gun, Firehouse, Shout It Out Loud, Dr. Love, any any greatest hits that you can think of for KISS, they're going to play it. I really enjoyed the show. It was the only thing I didn't like was it was that it was during the week. So I think I can't remember for the life of me if I had class the next day or not. I'm pretty sure I did. It had to be on a Tuesday, so I was would be going back to school on a Wednesday. Crazy how time flies. Yeah, no, that that was that had to be going on. I wasn't even driving yet. That's how crazy this whole story is. <laughs> I didn't I didn't start driving. I was still in college. I didn't start driving until 2012. Really the end of 2012. Going to the beginning of 2013, I believe. Nonetheless, it was a fun fun-filled evening, not really Nothing too memorable. I did buy the occasional tour t-shirt that I still have to this day. Probably doesn't fit me anymore. I have gone up in size since then. But about three months later, I, I ended up going to my first solo concert, meaning the first concert I've ever attended by myself. Breaking news. Juan attends his first concert by himself. <laughs> I ended up going with my brother and two other friends to this show. June 10, 2011. First time I went to go see Motley Crue, Poison, and the New York Dolls. Again, no job. So where was this money coming from? <laughs> certainly wasn't for my parents <laughs> they weren't about to pay for any of this I think the thing was me buying the tickets in advance because I was I would have still been in school therefore I had I was able to with the refund the student refunds that they were giving out I was able to purchase them in advance I don't even think I had money for a t-shirt I think I may have I can't remember I didn't start working in school till I was 
think my junior year started when I started working for the paper. So everything pre newspaper was just money that I, you know, sometimes my parents would probably give me money for a t-shirt. I give my, give my brother money for a t-shirt also to buy. Very rare that that would happen, but wasn't too crazy about it then. If I got it, I got it. If I didn't, oh well. It was just one of those things that I was really just going for the show. I wanted to see these bands perform live. It was the first time seeing Motley Crue. All these bands were celebrating their 30th anniversary, I think. Or anniversary of some sort. Because the New York Dolls, they've, man, they've been around for, they've been around longer than Motley Crue and Poison. They, or they were the original inspiration for these two bands. If you really think about it, if you're not familiar with the New York Dolls, man, they were they came out right around the time, maybe a couple years before Kiss came out, because they they took Kiss took a few elements from what the New York Dolls were doing as part of being being a glam rock band. I'm talking about glam. Not, I'm not talking about glam metal from the '80s. I'm talking about glam rock from the '70s, where you had you had bands like yeah, even art. You had artists like David Bowie, Mott the Hoople, Sweet Slade, Gary Glitter, even those like Elton John, Rod Stewart, and Queen that adopted those glam styles but i'm talking about more towards like iggy pop that's where the new york dolls fall under i think man i want to say they only had one original member playing when i went to go see them i think for a period there also blackie lawless from wasp was a member of the new york dolls let me see. I think uh, I want to say they've. Oh man, did they break up already? Yeah, they ended. They actually ended that year. I believe that was their fiftieth anniversary, and I guess they called it quits after that. Yes, yeah, as here they following a. I'm getting my information from Wikipedia. Following a 2011. British tour with Alice Cooper, the band once again disbanded. Uh, I guess they only had the two main guys, David Johansson, the singer, and Sylvain Sylvain, the guitarist. Sylvain Sylvain, however you say his name. Johnny Thunders was the more, more prominent member of the band. But he died. He passed away in 1991. Way before I was born. A few months, actually. Blackie Lawless played guitar in 1975 with them. Jeez. Nonetheless, a huge inspiration for all the bands that came after them. Much like a Poison. Much like a Motley Crue. Poison? Uh... I'd say I'm a fan of Poison. 
when I was going through my glam phase in high school of listening to all these glam bands (laughs) that were around about 20 years prior to my time. Of course, Brett Michaels being the prominent member of that band as the front man slash uh, guitarist of the band. Brett has always been a one of the many inspirations as a musician and songwriter for myself. Given the fact that he is he is my parents' age and has been battling diabetes for I think for most of his life. He was born man since he was six. He he's been battling type one diabetes, and I'm very familiar with diabetes. It running in my family. Had a my grandmother on my mom's side passed away from diabetes complications at seventy, and my grandpa on my dad's side had the same issue, passed away from complications of being diabetic. Brett does. Brett does a lot of uh, he works hard at it man he's followed his you know he's he says he and being being a tour musician that has to take its toll as well having to follow a strict exercise regimen as well as a diet regimen along with the rigors of touring is not easy but I give it to him if he can do it anybody can do it Fortunately, he's still with us. Still, when not touring with Poison, he's touring with his solo band. Very successful solo band, but very cool to see Poison perform for the first time for me. I'm a huge fan of Ricky Rocket, the drummer. He is very, very animated. A fellow, I don't want to say fellow, but still to a lot of people's surprise he is he is a jujitsu black belt something that i really really aspired to in a previous life (laughs) but he also had his issues with cancer having battled throat cancer a few years ago successfully with immunotherapy And the very eccentric C.C. DeVille on guitar, which is a whole nother podcast. (laughs) But haven't seen, and that's the only time I've seen Poison live. I think they've come several other times to perform here in Houston. Haven't really had the chance to go see them since then. I think the last time they were here, they played with Cheap Trick at uh, at the Pavilion. So before I delve into Motley Crue, the of course the kiss concert at the rodeo was at nrg stadium so for this show the motley crew poison new york dolls show was took place at toyota center motley crew being one of the few bands i've actually gone to see live several times i think kiss still holds that record right up there with def leppard and motley crew What hasn't been said about Motley Crue in the last 30 to 40 years? 
if you've seen The Dirt on Netflix, and if you haven't seen it, I'd highly recommend you check it out. Pretty much gives you the whole background of the band if you're not familiar with the band. Before the movie came out, I was able to read The Dirt autobiography, which pretty much details... It catches a glimpse of every member of the band from their early days up until now. The movie was fairly accurate to the book. Of course, some things were taken out and put in there or kind of sensationalized, you know, for movie purposes. Nonetheless, a good move by Netflix. It is not for the the weak of heart, as they say. Very, very uh, graphic moments at times. <laughs> when, when the movie first starts, you think you're watching an, uh, an X-rated film. You're like, God damn. <laughs> what am I watching here? But of course, you know, you have you have to add that in there for effect. Because if you're doing a movie about Molly Crew, you, you have to stay true to the book. Most of what you read in that book is stuff you would you would have never thought of doing yourself. You know, these guys are, you know, the, they're, they're, they're taking the, the, the whole idea of sex, drugs, and rock and roll to the, to the purest form. Of course, I'm not advocating any of that senseless stuff to each his own, but that, that was, was what was going on back in the eighties. And for them to still be alive to this day is still a surprise by me, <laughs> but also very fortunate that they're still alive so that they can, they're able to give us more shows and put out more music if that's what they want to do. This still remains one of my favorite Molly Crew shows that I've seen. Given the fact that it was at Toyota Center, we got upgraded to lower level, lower level seating. Didn't know it at the time, but I think they had curtained off a few sections where we were supposed to be at originally. Coming to the conclusion that they didn't sell out the whole place, but it was good for us because we got a better view of the show and a better sound too. Crazy to say that for it being Toyota Center. I'm, I'm not a fan of their acoustics for concerts. Toyota Center wasn't built for shows. It was built for for basketball. Not really a fan of their seating either. Too close to each other. As I wind down on 2011, the next show that I attended was the Def Leppard and Heart co-headline tour July 22, 2011 it was my first time seeing that Leppard and Hart together on a bill every time you go see bands like these Def Leppard and Hart very rare that you get new music from them and when they do they'll probably play one or two songs um but you get what you get with these bands. And if you're seeing them for the first time, you really do enjoy it because you've never seen them before. So they're playing your favorite songs. Greatest Hits Package. That 
tends to work with bands like these from this era. That's how they're able to fill out these arenas and these stadiums and these uh, outdoor venues. You're not going to pack people in by playing your new out unless you're like Iron Maiden or Dream Theater. You might be able to pull it off, but very rare do. And, and I'm really glad that they're still putting out new music, but it's not really going over so well in, in this day and age. If it's a full-length album I'm talking about, if it's like an EP or something like that, that's great. You can play one or two songs from it. Normally an EP is like about four to five songs. It's just a matter of being able to pack in the place. Because that's what people ultimately go see anyways. They're going to go... They're going to want to hear Pour Some Sugar On Me, Love Bites, Rock of Ages, Photograph. You know, everything that came off of Pyromania, Hysteria, maybe a few hidden gems here and there. Heart is the same thing. I went to this show with my, with my parents as well. My dad's a huge fan of... Def Leppard and Hart was about was uh, let's see seventy two eighty two was about my age you know in his twenties when all these bands were at their peak you could say not really at their peak but in, in their prime when all these huge records were coming out and these songs were constantly be, be being played on the radio still are to this day but not not as a staple to how it was back then you know i guess if you want to look for that stuff now you can maybe serious xm is your best bet if you want to hear new music from these guys but this show took place out at the at the pavilion in the woodlands it's my first time going there first first of many times going there i enjoy Actually, no, 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 no. I take that back. This is the third time I've been out there. Previously, I'd gone out there to see Kiss and Rush. And after those two concerts that I went to, I vowed to never, ever buy lawn seats ever again. (laughs) No. Because in most instances that I've gone, these events have been rained out. Or in almost in the process of being rained out, and I say, you know what? They have reserved seating with with a roof. Why take the chance? You're gonna spend the money anyways, so why not? Nonetheless, it was a great show. One of the many more times that I'm gonna end up seeing Def Leppard in the future. <laughs> Scratch that future episodes to come, but. Really, really good co-headline, Bill. I really enjoyed it. The only thing I don't like about the woodlands is the the actual drive going out there. And I learned that on multiple occasions. You know, I learned to finally use the toll road to get there. And to get back, you don't really need to, but... 
and also try to get there a little early to get some of that parking at the Marriott Hotel. That way we're a little close to the venue. You know, I don't, I don't really get there when doors open. Or I'm kind of getting there when doors open, but yeah, it's whatever. Nonetheless, 2011 was a great year for concerts, given the fact that I only attended three. I was also, well, I was in school for most of it. Guess that's why I saved up all that money to be able to go, because I was in school slaving away. <laughs> Nonetheless, great memories for, for these shows. I do have my I do have my ticket stubs saved. So I'm able to reflect on these shows and able to kind of give them a little review. If that's what you would call it. Before I sign off, if you like what you hear and would like to listen to previous episodes of the show, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show for free. Just search The Hangout Podcast with Juan Hernandez on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Whatever your preference is for listening to these shows, it's across those four platforms. You can follow me on social media at Juan underscore A underscore H on Twitter is where I'm most active. If you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, most of these, uh, most of the feeds go through there also already, so pages those two pages are kept private for a reason personal reasons but yeah you know like i mentioned at the top of the show this is what's to come and who knows this i might venture off into just doing this discovering this subject alone because i can go on for days and days keep talking about what's going on in the world of music so i really appreciate you guys tuning in to the show and Listening, listen, listening to my reflections of past concerts. Hopefully I can bring you guys more as I finish up these reviews. Given the fact that we're still under COVID-19 restrictions for shows. But otherwise, I'm still here. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next time.